You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Wow, met fellow adventurers. I'm in Talonus, the capital of Tysa, and I have a new adventure to start. It's called Nolia's Flight. The sight of three men chasing a much older man along the edge of a dark, deserted lane is all it takes to steal your will and propel you into action. So it begins. The sight of three men chasing a much older man along the edge of a dark, deserted lane it's all it takes to steal your will and propel you into action. Despite his advanced age and the waggedness of his breath, the old man moves with startling swiftness, keeping just ahead of his silent pursuers, realising that his desperate fight, fight will take him past an intersecting street. You cut down an alley and move to intercept the group as they pass by. With your lungs about to burst, with the steady stream of sweat pouring down your brow, you reach the intersection of the two two lanes, pressing yourself up against the leaning, vine-covered wall of a courtyard. You wait for the arrival of the four men, listening intently to the sharp echo of their approaching footfalls as you contemplate the timing of your unexpected intervention. The old man, much older than you had originally believed, staggers past your hiding place and suddenly stops. Gasping for hair, he suddenly turns to confront the men running after him. His three pursuers, an unpleasant-looking, armed lot, draw up to within a few yards of him and halt. You immediately sense the three men, despite their obvious desire to overtake the armed man, are, the apparent end of their chase, leery of advancing upon him. Not a step closer, any of you, says the ragged man. In between ragged gasps, you can still have what you came for, but at the agreed price, I'm not dealing with thieves. Your pulse quickens as though your old man holds up his white hand, a thin wing pinched, perched on his bony finger, emits a faint blue glow. Your eyes dart back to the three men. You sense that they are about to set upon their prey. Without a second thought, you move to intervene. You step out of the shadows and place yourself between the old man and his three pursuers. You're back to the old man. You boldly tell the three others to leave him alone. Move your hand to your weapon and attempt to boister the effect of your brazen command. This is none of your business, stranger, says one of the men, stepping forward. His hand claps to the hilt of a dagger shape strapped to his belt. 
I'd advise you to mind your own affairs, with no intention of heeding his warning. What warning? You contemplate your next course of action. So I could just attempt to drive them off with my fists and my hammer, or ask them to leave the old man alone. I'll give them one more verbal warning. Your bold request elicts a menacing frown from the nearest of the three men. He draws his dagger, takes a single step in your direction before suddenly collapsing onto the street. His two cohorts, their eyes wide with fear, turn to flee, only to pitch forward and land on the ground in a heap. They're only sleeping says the old man, as the blue aura surrounding his wings dim slightly. Let's all, let's all move off before they wake up. Thank you, friend. You walk with the old man along the adjoining lane until it turns into a broad thoroughfare. There he stops and ends you a small, furled piece of yellowed paper. Uh, what is it? This is what they came after, he says, pressing the paper into your hand. It's yours now, friend. I don't know if it will be any use to you. It's no longer something I want. You unfurl the piece of yellow paper, discover it's a crudely sketched map of Bentlin Wood. Near the centre of the map is a small X, next to which is Skirt Hall. It's scrawled Shadow Glen. You immediately realise the map marks the location of the infamous Vale, and there's a link for that. Shadow again. This vast and tangled ruin, located in the heart of Bentlin Wood, is home to the infamous Bone Jaw Clan. A towering stone Benamoff stands at the northern edge of the glen. Many adventurers believe that Bonamith is a gateway that guards a hidden entrance into the a into the ancient into the fabled Hall of Ruin. There's a link for Bone Jaw Clan. Named for the fearsome mask of bones that cover much of their faces, particularly the lower portions, this ancient clan of cave goblins dwell in an extensive network of caves hidden somewhere within the tangled forest ravine known as Shadow Glen. It has long been believed that Bone Jaw Clan guards the towering stone monomyth that rises up out of the forest at the northern edge of Shadow Glen. Many believe the monolith serves as a portal to a place of great importance to the goblins, perhaps even the Hall of Ruin. Over the centuries, several attempts to locate and invade the hidden lairs to Savage Bonejaw Clan have been made all have ended in failure. Only the bravest adventurers now dare venture into the Shadow Glen, and now link to the Hall of Ruin. Long thought to be little more than one of the many frightful legends found scattered throughout Goblindom, there are many adventurers who now believe the Hall of Ruin, the tomb of the infamously savage Goblin King, Igloamok is indeed real. If the legends are to believe, to believe Igloamok bides his time within his hidden crypt, waiting, waiting until he can once again rise and command an army of goblins that will sweep across the North Broadlands and bring destruction and chaos to the realm of man. Some believe the entrance to the Hall of Ruin is to be found in Shadow Glen. And then, Ugoromok himself has a link. Remembered for his vile cruelty and his, for his vast goblin kingdom, which once stretched across nearly all the North Broadlands, the fearsome Ugoromok is said to have at last been laid to west the hidden tomb known Equipped, known as the Hall of Ruin. It's believed that powerful goblin magic preserved Yogromok and many of his most vicious minions. 
minions in the hopes that one day he will return and reclaim his sundered empire of goblindom. Igalok is said to have been mighty enough to fell giants with a single sweep of his bladed mace. Well, this is a significant person whose tomb we'll be wading. And of course, we will wade the tomb. The old man, whose name is Nolil, tells you that he owns a vast collection of rare documents and maps that he had travelled to Talos to meet up with a man seeking to learn the location of Shadowglen. I needn't tell you he was quick to set his gang of roughs on me, he says, shaking his head. This sort of thing has happened before, mind, but at my age, I'm not quite up for all of that, all that I once was, still, capable of a few old tricks. Nolo twists the glowing wing on his finger and smiles. You see the sort of lad cut out for an adventure. I reckon you might want to take your chances with a trip to the Glen. I regret that I never made it there among your days, but it's only a small regret. It's almost impossible to find that ravine without a map, you know. You thank Nolir for having provided you with the location of Shadowgun. He again thanks you for intervening on his behalf. You heard he's staying at the Wild Arms, and he's on the eastern side of the city, and offers to escort him there. He readily accepts. When that last you reached the inn, he thanks you again and bids you farewell. As the old man makes his way into the inn, you turn and head off along the shadow draped lane, your mind poring over all the various tales and legends which recall about the fabled vale known as Shadow Glen. Please note, Shadow Glen is now listed as one of the special locations you can return to while exploring Bentlin Wood. To reach Bentlin Wood, travel to Hawklaw and look for it under nearby locations. And get off the streets. They aren't safe at night. That's 128 experience the general. And of course, that I wouldn't say that finishes this adventure, but really... That starts this adventure. Okay. Now let's go to those. Now we've got plenty of time. You're already 10 minutes in. Let's go and. Hawklaw. Bentlim. Where are you? Bentlim Wood. There you are. Visit Bentlim Wood. Adventures here, bounty number one. Explore Bentley and Wood. Time to previously discovered location. We've been to all those places before. Now Shadow Glen. Moving swiftly but cautiously, you make your way into the thick of the thick heart of Ben Bentley Wood. After a lengthy and tiring trek, you arrive at the edge of Shadow Glen. The tangled ravine known as Shadow Glen lies hidden in the heart of Bentlin Wood, an ancient goblin monolith, only half of which remains standing, rises up out of the forest at the northern end of the glen, passing directly through the glen, a region known to be infested with goblins of the Stone Jaw clan. It's the only way to reach the stone monolith. You're currently standing at the southern hedge edge of the gen. Currently, Shadow Glen looks peaceful. From time to time, however, adventurers bold enough to make their way into the Vale will find themselves and their fellow adventurers engaged by the merciless goblins of the Bone Jaw Clan. So, Tom, so I'm going to make my way into the Shadow Gen Glen. Often, when you're trying to get to this. Get to this this monolith. Yeah, there's a whole lot of goblins in the way, and you got to fight them off. I'm pretty sure that this that that the if someone else clears them, they're cleared for everyone. They're cleared for everyone. So this is a multiplayer battle against an entire army, sort of. I think that's how it works. 
Make your way into the Shadow Glen. As you move through the Shadow Glen, you discover the grim evidence of the massive battle that was recently pitched here. The corpses of countless cave goblins, many of their faces still concealed behind their fearsome bone war masks, lie strewn, strewn throughout the vast and tangled ravine. The plentiful goblin carnage suggests the adventurers who engaged them swiftly took the upper hand in this fight and ended up routing the savage creatures. Though many goblins were killed during the fight, the shadow again, many more fled into the forest, presumably to regroup and once again prepare. Once again attempt. Prepare to once again take the veil. Thankful of the present, there appears to be no sign of any goblins in the veil. You head steadily to the north, drawing ever closer to the towering monolith. After a lengthy but uneventful trek, you reach the imposing stone structure. You're standing at the far northern end of Shadow Glen, the base of a towering stone monolith. Countless goblin faces have been engraved on the imposing stone obelisk, the sinister monolith. Toff half of which long ago crumbled away, paints its grim, jagged silhouette against the sky above the veil. Set into the centre of the wing of carved sword-wielding goblins, the foot of the monument is a hand-shaped impression. Place your hand inside the impression. You place your hand inside the impression. For several moments, when nothing apparently happens, you withdraw your hand and step back from the monolith. You, you recall having heard several adventures mention something about Wixpin with regard to, the impre- to using the impression to open the monolith. You should visit Wixpin in Blade Square in Twithick to find out more about it. Okay, leave the Shadow Glen. Wary for any sign of the Bone Jaw Clan, the goblins that prowl the Shadow Glen, you make your way back to the edge of the Tangle Vale. Alright, back. Alright, leaving, leaving Bentley Wood. Travel southwest, western Towser, Trithic. It's a band of wicked highwaymen. Attack the bandits! Despite your initial wariness, the four highwaymen appear willing to engage you as you bear down on the rocket band. The League of the Brigands retreats to the rear of the mounted company and angrily orders his men to dispatch you. Without delay, the mounted robbers ride forward to meet your attack. With the bandit leader watching from a safe distance, you bravely engage the first of the attacking highwaymen. Okay, the mounted highwayman slashes at you with his sword and is slain. 1xp, the mounted highwayman slumps forward and then topples from the the saddle, landing in a bloodied heap at the feet of his horse. You quickly prepare to engage the nets of the rugged brigands. Hail sharply as you position yourself to engage the next of the attacking highwaymen. Two or three slashes at you with his sword, and he falls down dead. 1xp. The mounted highwayman slumps forward, then topples from the saddle, landing in a bloodied heap at the feet of his horse. You quickly prepare to engage the last of the rugged brigands. You boldly engage the last of the highwaymen. Begin combat! The mounted highwayman slashes at you with his sword and is slain. 2xp. The mounted highwayman slumps forward, then topples on his saddle, landing in a bloodied heap at the feet of his horse. Only the leader of this ragged band of brigands remains. 64xp to general. You turn to confront the leader of the bandits, only to discover that the cowardly brigand has taken flight. As the fleeing brigand disappears from view, you conclude you have to be content to let him go. Despite his escape, you take comfort in knowing that this particular band of thieves 
will no longer plague this region. Not far from the scene of the attack, you discover the camp used by the band of brigands. Quick search of the site turns up the following. Some loot, only one bit worth taking, and three gold. Now they're not really success, very successful bandits, are they? No sign of any more highwaymen in the immediate vicinity, unless they were working for someone else and have... I've sent their money to elsewhere. I guess that's what happened. With no sign of any more hiring money in the immediate vicinity, you spend a few moments checking over equipment before once again resuming your journey. Okay, here we are. Back in terrific. Explore the city. Blade Square, Burning St. Flank, the Square, visit the establishment named Wixpin. The establishment known as Wixpin is a small, cluttered place that is dilapidated on the inside, on the inside as it, as it is out. It is not easily discernible what the primary business of the place is, but the property at Wixpin, a thin, grey-haired man with a bent back, is quick to meet you. Well met again, Zoop says Wixpin, hobbling out from behind a broad wooden table and bowing deeply. What is it I can do for you today? Converse with Wixpin. I haven't had anything new come my way of late, he tells you. Drop by again in a week or two, and see if my lot's changed for the better, though. I'll be expecting you, Zoop. Inquire about the means to open the Shadow Glen monolith. The inquiry seems to have caught Wixpin by surprise. His eyes narrow and a shrewd smile spreads across his face. Haven't heard anyone ask about that in quite some time. Afraid you caught me a bit off guard. Wixpin falls into a thoughtful silence for nearly a minute. Now, what interest could someone of your standing possibly take in a place as wretched as the Shadow Glen? He asks at last, Oh, the monolith, you say? Yes, a remarkable achievement. Consider it was erected by goblins. We all know that goblins are just a bit better at paring th tearing things down than they are at building them up. He asks Wixpin if he possesses the means by which you might utilise the impression, the base of the Sh Shadow Glen monument. He turns and shakes his head. Be no dissuading you then, very well. But I feel it's only to warn you. The means you seek have quite a steep price attached to you. Are you prepared to hear it? Tell Wixbim to tell you the price. Yes, straight to the point of it, says Wixbim's right. I understand, Zoop, that the me means you want I can provide. Yes, it is not an object. Rather than an enchantment of source. With no magical powers, of course, but I do possess the ability, shall we say, to bestow upon you that which you seek. Now let us discuss. Now let's discuss and be done with the ugly business of the price. Wixpin pauses for a moment as he carefully chooses his next words. Then, following a sharp exhale, he states the price of the instantment, and, and your heart nearly skips a beat. The cost will be your quickstone. No! Okay, so I agree to trade his quickstone. I mean, I, I don't think he... I, in fact, I know he's not actually going to cost that. So I'm just going to see this to see what he says. Judging by the... Look on your face, I'll say my jest was rather executed. But, says Wixpin, laughing. But, Wixpin says laughing. But, Sue, you must remember never to relinquish your quickstone to anyone for any reason. Well, enough fun, I do suppose. I apologize for not being able to help myself at times. Now, I shall lay the true cost of the enchantment on you. Wixpin tells you it will cost one adventurer token and 1,000 gold to acquire the enchantment. A fair price, all considered. Shall we get on with it then? Agree to the price. 
one adventurer token. Oh no! And 1,000 gold. Meh, spent. Brit Spin accepts your payment and thanks you. He then enters a small room at the back of this curious establishment, returning only moments later, bearing a short wooden wand. The fellow who sold me this odd device went on for almost an hour about how to make use of it, he says, presenting the one for your inspection. I mean, it's really the simplest thing. Any fool could do this. All right, then. Are you ready? Hey. I wonder if this is the same fellow who sold the wand, the one to, the one that breaks the enchantments to the back cave. Because he also went on and on about how to use a very simple to use item. Could be, could be. You've barely started to nod when Ritzpin reaches out and touches the top of your head with the tip of his wand. He mumbles something and stands back, a contented smile creasing his face. As I said, it's really quite simple. And undoubtedly, to your great surprise, we're already done! You thank Ritzpin for bestowing the enchantment upon you. Not at all, he says, smiling. Promise me you'll use all due caution. It'll bring me great distress should I ever have the pleasure of looking upon your cheerful face. Now then, I regret I have other matters that require for my attention. I wish you safety and fortune, Zoop. Okay, and that, that's that done. Now, now we can go back to the Shadow Glen. Okay. Heart Hills, Hawklaw, Bentlin Wood, visit Bentlin Wood, explore, please go to location, Shadow Glen. It's still peaceful, so I can just wash straight there. Make your way to the Shadow Glen. Yep, that's... Still pack passing by a lot of dead, dead goblins again. Continue. Place your hand in the impression. Okay. You place your hand in, inside the impression. Almost immediately, a bright blue glow envelops the base of the monolith. A low rumble rises into the air as a rectangular portion of the towering structure's base wides into the side, revealing a gloom-filled doorway. No light penetrates the inky darkness beyond the threshold of the strange portal. Step through the doorway. The instant you step through the doorway at the base of the monolith, your surroundings change. After taking a few moments to gain your bearing, you realise you've just been teleported. Gems note. You've just entered the Hall of Ruin. A special replayable scenario designed to challenge and reward the bravest of adventurers. You replay this scenario once every, every 12 hours. Please be forewarned. The enemies you will encounter as you make your way into this ancient peril-filled chat passages are scaled opponents, providing equal challenge to all adventurers bold enough to attempt this scenario. They're not really equal. <laughs> it's just that they have the same walls, but if you have a lot of SP, they go down a lot quicker. And also, if you have more NMR, you're more likely to get the boosts, which make them go down quicker. And you have more power, you have a greater supply of heals, which are more powerful, so gives you more endurance. Try to discover all that you can while exploring this perilous there. Some things are obvious, others may not be. Your final experience reward is based on your accomplishments within the Hall of Ruin. Good luck, and try to make it out in one piece. Okay, I'm now in the Hall of Ruin. You're standing in the precise spot in which you first appeared in the Hall of Ruin. A dim, pale light fills the air, providing just enough illumination by which to navigate these ancient, twisting passages. 
Okay, I'm I'm near the south end of the dungeon. There's a question mark to the south. A nagging sense of dread hangs over you as you cautiously explore the grand stone passages of this ancient goblin shrine. Okay, question mark right at the south end. A grand stone pedestal sits against the south wall of this section of the corridor. Standing atop the ornate platform, his cool eyes staring to the north, and his fanged hands gripping the haft of a long-handled flanged mace, is the unmoving form of a massive, fur-robed cave goblin. It's Igrogormok, Goblin King, the Goblin. His head capped by a wooden crown, appears to be magically frozen, steel-hard flesh and attire. There a slight blue tint. Blue. Hmm. Have to make note of that. Okay, there's a rectangle at the end with things at the four corners. First corner. Crude mirror. Little more than a broad piece of polished steel. Hangs on the wall in this section of the corridor. You gaze into the mirror. As terrifying images take form on its grimy surface. You instinctively step back, startled, as the hideously disfigured face of a goblin appears on the grimy surface of the steel mirror. The goblin, his broad head adorned by a crude wooden clown. Wow, a crown, glares at you. I mean, a clown, a clown would be way too scary. Glares at you for several moments before its gruesome visage suddenly vanishes. Okay, another corner. Crude mirror, little more than a broad piece of polished steel, hangs on the wall in this section of the corridor. As you gaze into the mirror, a terrifying image takes form on the grimy surface. You instinctively step back, startled, as the hideously disfigured face of a goblin appears on the grimy surface of the steel mirror. The goblin, its broad head adorned by a crude wooden crown, glares at you several moments before his gruesome visage suddenly vanishes. Okay, I'm just gonna rush to the to the east to the northeastern part of the bottom triangle rectangle. Yep, it's that goblin it's that crown goblin again. And again, that's four times you've gotta do that because now now something should have happened south maybe. A grand stone pedestal sits against the south wall of the corridor. Four shallow circular impressions are set into the top of the pedestal. Ooh, Igamok's gone. He's wandered off. All right. Here's something. A tall... I've got dust off. Just one north of the bottom rectangle. Tall wooden door fills the stone arch set into the west wall of this section of the corridor. The door's rubbish bare rugged surface bears several bloodstains. Doesn't appear to be any means by which to open the door. Attempt to open the door anyway. Despite an extensive examination of the door, you're not able to find any means by which to open it. Guess I gotta do something else first. Okay, I'm get passing by three alcoves on the west. I'm going to show you one of them. You're taken into a small... You step into a small alcove just off the main passage. You're taken aback by the unmoving figure of a fierce goblin warrior standing against a far wall. The armoured cave goblin, his face frozen into a hideous smear, sneer, seems to be staring directly at you. A close examination of the goblin reveals that this creature is indeed alive, but is somehow immobilised. Both the steel-hard flesh and the frozen attire of the frozen goblin bear a slight blue tint. After completing your inspection, you step out of the alcove and back into the corridor. Oh, blue tint. To take note of that. It's another one of those doors. Okay, going up to the northwest corner. 
An impression of a clawed hand is set into the northern end of the passage. For the impression is of a goblin hand, it appears your hand would fit into it. Place your hand into the impression. As you fit your hand into the impression, the hand-sharp mark quickly becomes enveloped by a blue aura. Alright, blue aura, that's a good thing to have. Alright, um, suddenly... Pick a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from Feathery, 20 from Aura, 10 from Luck. You need to get 75 or more. Pick now. 88 is a success. 16 X speeds of Feathery. Your sharp eyes and quick reflexes have just spared you a deadly encounter with a sinister snare. After carefully examining the well-hidden trap, expertly concealed in the dimly lit passages, by the builders of these ancient halls. You set about disarming it. When you're certain the trap no longer has any chance of being triggered, you once again set off along the passage. Okay, so now go to the north. A massive stone wheel protrudes from the north wall of this large chamber. Four square sockets, equally spaced, are set into the stone along the edge of the towering wheel. Well, I haven't got anything square in here yet, so can't do anything here. Right, that, that is the exit. Alright, another trap. It's the same again. 131, success, 16 XP to thievery. Your sharp eyes and quick reflexes have just spared you a deadly encounter with a sinister snare. To carefully examining the well-hidden trap, expertly concealed in the dimly hit passages by the builders of these ancient halls, you set about disarming it. When you're certain the trap no longer has any chance of being triggered, you once again set off along the passage. Okay, making my mate past another one of those doors, which I can't go into yet. Northeastern side, handy impression, blue aura. Okay, here we go. Now, there's six alcoves on the side. Let's go to one of them. The instant you step into Goblin Dust, the, into the alcove just off the main passage, you're confronted by a snarling Goblin Warrior. The scale-clad cave Goblin, his breastplate horribly charred, and his knotted fingers encircling the base of a spiked cudgel steps menacingly towards you. Hold your ground and engage the goblin champion. With a harsh echo of his battle cry ringing in your ears, the fearsome goblin champion steps forward and attacks. You're forced to fall back and fend off his friendly assault before boldly countering it now. Since that's a goblin, I'm going to equip the goblin doom. Begin combat. That lowers, that slightly lowers to a hit and makes it a lot easier. The Goblin Champion howls with rage as he savagely attacks you. And he is cut down without a single hit upon me. Yes, 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 maybe Igorgon Wok will have to rethink his choice of champions. 40 XP, you step back from the corpse of the Goblin Champion and work to catch your breath in the wake of the brutal melee, wiping away the steady stream of sweat pouring down your brow. You stare down at the slain creature's gruesome remains. Suddenly, a pall of silver mist drifts over the lifeless body of the goblin warrior. The mist rapidly condenses to form the wispy image of a charred breastplate. The strange image swiftly vanishes as the mist from which it was worn dissipates. Wondering at the significance of the misty symbol, you, you make a quick check of your equipment before once again preparing to continue your exploration. Now, this is a pretty long dungeon with a lot of parts, so I might not be able to finish... I'm pretty sure I won't be able to finish it in one episode. But something has turned up. A hulking, robed, fur-robed goblin 
a wooden crown fitted over his broad head, stalked into view just up ahead. The cave goblin, his thick fingers wrapped tightly around the haft of Flang's bladed maze, rumbles before suddenly rushing at you. Instinctively draw yourself into combat-ready stance as you prepare to meet the sinister creature's charge. It's Igoromok, and I'm fighting him, the Goblin King. Who probably doesn't at all, at all. Who doesn't at all look like David Bowie here. Begin combat. He's a the Goblin Doom has made him a bit has made him from a, from what a fourteen plus or something to a twelve plus. He's still crazy tough because he's so much health. That's going to use Neverall Energy Blasts on him. Yes, now there is a way you can make this easier. It's nearly down. And now you're slain. That took a lot of Neverall Blasts. 128 experience, 76 combat experience, 128 experience to the general. Igamar's ghastly shriek echoes along the corridor as the vile peach pit creature collapses at your feet into a swiftly expanding puddle of its own dark blood. The fearsome Goblin King, those army, army roamed and ravaged the Borf Borklands many centuries ago, is no more. Suddenly, without warning, Igomok's corpse vanishes, leaving behind only a rapid, thin, rapidly settling silhouette of growing, glowing dust. In that moment, as the last glittering traces of the Goblin Lord land on the floor, the sound of stone grating against stone echoes throughout the surrounding halls. Okay, something is unlocked. Realising you cannot afford to linger here longer than necessary, you make a quick check of your equipment before once again setting off along the passage. Suddenly, lying at the edge of the corridor, almost completely obscured by the gloom that clings to the base of the wall, a small engraved stone block. Each of the block's six sides bears a crude engraving of what appears to be a goblin face. Believing this curious object may be of some importance, you should promptly take possession of it in engraved stone block view. This small grown block bears crude engravings on each of its six sides. The carvings appear to be goblet faces, although some seem to be only partially completed. Alright, that's a squarish thing. Square impressions on that wheel, that's probably where it goes. You're, the instant you step into the alcove, just off the main passage, you're confronted by a snarling goblin warrior. The armoured, spear-wielding cave goblin, his left hand severed just above the wrist, steps boldly towards you. His deadly, stone-tipped weapon poised to strike. Now, I think, Igramok, I mean, you have the choice of goblins. You can have any goblin you want be your eternal champions. You've chosen someone with two hands, I mean... You could do, if you have two hands, you can do more stuff. Hold your ground and engage the goblin champion. With a harsh echo of battle winging in your ears, the fearsome goblin champion leaps forward and attacks. You're forced to fall back and fend off his frenzied assault before boldly countering it. It's Tigorlok the Slayer. Okay, the goblin champion howls with rage as he savagely attacks you. Your enemy smashes for your defences with a devastating blow for 31 damage, then for 27 damage, then for 24 damage, and then 26. But now it is slain. 40 XP. You step back from the corpse of the goblin champion and work to catch your breath in the wake of the brutal melee. 
Wiping away the steady stream of sweat pouring down your brow, you stare down at the slain creature's gruesome remains. Suddenly, a pool of silver mist drifts over the lifeless body of the, of the goblin warrior. The mist rapidly condenses to form the misty image of a severed goblin hand. The strange image swiftly vanishes into the mist from which it was wrought dissipates. Wondering at the significance of the misty symbol, you make a quick check of, of your equipment before once again preparing to continue your exploration. Alright, that's two alcoves gone, four to go. There's three on each side. Alright, the southeastern alcove. The instant you step into the main passage, you're confronted by a snarling goblin warrior. The armoured cave goblin. An arrow stuck directly through his neck, and his fists wrapped in spiked leather gauntlets steps boldly towards you. Hold your ground and engage the goblin champion. The harsh echo of battle ringing in your ears. The fearsome goblin champion leaps forward and attacks. You're forced to fall back and fend off his frenzied assault before boldly countering it. It's Vermoric the Savage, and I am fighting him. Goblin Doom has lowered the difficulty, but he's still difficult. But he is slain. 40 XP. You step back from the corpse of the goblin champion and work to catch your breath in the wake of the brutal melee. Wiping away the steady stream of sweat pouring down your brow, you stare down the slain creature's gruesome remains. Suddenly, a pall of silver mist drifts over the lifeless body of the goblin warrior. The mist rapidly condenses to form the misty image of a blood-drenched arrow. As the strange image swiftly vanishes as the mist from which it was wrought dissipates, wondering at the significance of the misty symbol, you make a quick check of your equipment before once again preparing to continue your exploration. Okay, there's a middle bit, but... Massive wooden door filling the base beneath the tall stone arch seals off the passage ahead. The hideous face of goblin carved into the centre of the heavy door, leers back at you. If you approach the door, you're protected by a powerful wave of negative energy. Seems the door is protected by magic. Okay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah, just filling in all the gaps, because I remember there's being something to find in this dungeon. Okay. There's an impression. Place my hand inside the impression. Nothing happens. Yes, that bit isn't implemented yet. Okay, I'm, I'm up to the... I'm up to the western alcoves. You step into the alcove just off the main package. passage. You're confronted by a snarling goblin warrior. The leather-clad, axe-wielding cave goblin, clutching half of a cloven shield, moves swiftly towards you. Hold your ground and engage the goblin champion. With a harsh... With a harsh echo of the battle cry winging in, bit, it, winging in your ears, the fearsome goblin champion leaps forward and attacks. You're forced to fall back and friend off, fend off his friended assault before boldly countering it. It's Dark Heart the Mighty. Goblin champion howls with rage as he savagely attacks you. And I went into battle rage and then out of battle rage. And he is slain. 70, 40 XP, you step back from the corpse of the goblin champion and work to catch your breath in the wake of the brutal melee, wiping away the steady stream of sweat pouring down your brow. 
You stare down at the slain creature's gruesome remains. Suddenly, a pall of silver mist drifts over the lifeless body of the goblin warrior. The mist rapidly condenses to form the wispy image of a cloven shield. The strange image swiftly vanishes as the mist from which it was wore dissipates. Wondering at the significance of the misty symbol, you make a quick check of your equipment before once again preparing to continue your exploration. Okay, the western alcove now. The instant you step into the alcove, dust off the main passage, you're com- confronted by a snarling goblin warrior, the armoured, sword-wielding cave goblin. The blade broken just before the tip, sneers as he steps slowly towards you. Come on, Nigomorak. You could have that fixed. You've got gazillions of goblins. Some of them know how to smith, surely. Hold your ground and engage the goblin champion. The harsh echo of his battle cry ringing in your ears. The fearsome goblin champion steps forward and attacks. You're forced to fall back and fend off his frenzied assault before boldly countering it. It's Ugrumon the Hunter. Howls with rage, he savagely attacks me. And I get off most of his health with a fight with a special attack as the blade of your weapon cuts mercilessly into your foe for 74 damage. And that's on top of the irregular track. For 13 damage, slain your enemy. 40 XP. You step back from the corpse of the goblin champion and work to catch your breath in the break in the wake of the brutal melee, wiping away the steadily steady stream of sweat pouring down your brow. You stare down at the slain creature's gruesome remains. Suddenly, a pall of silver mist drifts over the lifeless body of the goblin warrior. The mist rapidly condenses to form the wispy image of a broken sword. The strange image swiftly vanishes as the mist from which it was ward dissipates. Wondering at the significance of the misty symbol, you make a quick check of your equipment before once again preparing to continue your exploration. Alright, and to the west... The northwest alcove. The instant you snip, you step into the into the alcove just off the main passage. Confronted by a snarling goblin warrior, the armored, flail-wielding cave goblin, his misshapen head covered by a split leather helm, steps menacingly towards you. Hold your ground and engage the goblin champion. With the heart echo of his battle cry winging your ears the fearsome goblin champion leaps forward and attacks forced to fall back and fend off his frenzied assault before boldly counting it it's Kogorek the foul begin combat the goblin champion howled with rage as he savagely attacks you but that's not good enough because he is slain. 40 XP. You step back from the corpse of the goblin champion and work to catch your breath in the wake of the brutal melee. Wiping away the steady stream of sweat pouring down your brow, you stare down at the slain creature's gruesome remains. Suddenly, a pool of silver mist drifts over the lifeless body of the goblin warrior. The mist rapidly condenses to form the misty image of a split helmet. The strange image swiftly vanishes as the mist from which it was formed dissipates. Wondering at the significance of the misty symbol, you make a quick check of your equipment before once again preparing to continue your exploration. Okay, there we are. I think... I think that's all I can do for now. Let's go to the hand impressions. Put my hand in again. As you fit your hand in the impression, the blue wall that surrounds the hand-shaped mark slowly changes from blue to green. Now, what does green do? 
Well, I guess we'll go over to the other side and find out. Do 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 to the northeastern northeastern corner and the impression green alcove back south. All right, now I'm just gonna wander around and see if there's anything new. Ooh, this is new. A lone goblin clad clad in a tunic made up of wood and iron links steps out of the gloom ahead the sinister undead creature a fierce and lord and loyal guardian of his long dead dead king's tomb rushing it rushing at you his blade poised to strike of course there's undead it's a tomb tombs have undead those are the rules begin combat now since it's an undead it means it is time to equip Tilara's staff, which gives a bonus against the undead. Begin combat. The undead goblin slashes at you with his blade. And is slain. 14 XP. With the undead goblin guardian lying in a heap at your feet, make a quick check if you are equipped before once again setting off. Along the dimly lit passage. Okay. Hmm. Let's look at those doors. Have they been changed? A large, a single large crack runs through the door. Still repels me. Hmm. Slave one. Slave one of them. One crack. It's another undead goblin guardian. Just going to give that a bash. Slashes at you with this blade. 14 XP. 13 XP, you discover a small stone block lying next to remains of the undead goblin. Believing the object may prove to be of importance, you will promptly take possession of it. It's an engraved stone block. Yet, yeah, which is the same as the previous one. After tucking the block in amongst your other belongings, you once again set off along the dimly lit passage. Okay, let's see. Wandering around. Here we go again. Wandering. Wandering around it under Goblin Guardian. I bash it with a sniff. Alright, 13 XP for that. Yeah, it's, this is a point where you're just wandering around waiting for them to bump into you. Sometimes that's just how it goes. Undead Goblin Guardian, smash that up. 14 XP for that one. Undead Goblin Guardian, give it a bash, bash, bashy bash, which is slain. 14 XP. Past the mirrors. Only my reflection in them now. Another slain go undead goblin guardian. And now it's a double dead goblin guardian. 14 XP. There's an impression. Can't do anything with them. Quick combat the undead goblin guardian. 13 XP. Alright, and uh, yeah, that's that one defeated again. Wander around some more. Undead Goblin Guardian, slash it. Another engraved stone block. Yeah, you just, we're going to get four of them to put in the wheel. But that's only part of it. Because this is a dungeon with a lot of optional tasks to do. I mean, you, if if you really want, if you wanted to just wash through this goblin, undead goblin guardian, thirteen XP, and another engraved stone block. That's four of them now. Goblin goblin, fourteen XP. Is that nearly all of them now? Undead goblin guardian, thirteen XP. Suddenly, your eyes are drawn to a small object lying in the centre of the passage just at the edge of your light. You step forward and examine the item. 
and are shocked to discover it's a petrified goblin eye. For you're not certain the item has any particular use. You believe it may be of some value. You promptly take possession of it. It's a petrified goblin eye. This is the petrified eye of a goblin. While you're not certain that it is of any real use, believe this curious item may be of interest to a collector of oddities, like Timikif, for example, in Pakwur. After tucking the curious find in amongst your other belongings, you once again set off along the corridor. Yeah, and that will pay me back for the ATs I spent. And the gold, the gold isn't really a concern, you can always get that back yourself, can't you? Undead Goblin Guardian, quick combat. 14 XP. Alright, going round to the east. Goblin Guardian. Slain. Oh, well, we're getting very close to the hour mark. I'm going to have to... Okay. The shattered remains of a massive wooden door lie heaped beneath a tall stone arch. In this section of the passage, stepping carefully over the pile of splintered wood, continue east along the corridor. Resting in the centre of the floor, in this section of the passage, is a massive three-eyed giant skull. A triclops is, might be the official term. Numerous engravings adorn the imposing chunk of bone. Examine the giant skull. A care you make a careful examine the three-eyed giant skull. Though you can't be certain, you believe the skull is likely that of a bold giant. While most bold giants have only two eyes, tales abound about encounters with rare and particularly savage three-eyed specimens. An, an engraved scene adorns the top of the massive skull. The intricate carving depicts seven goblins felling a towering giant. Presumably those goblins are Igromorok and his six champions. Because that's just how it... Because, I mean, why would you make a carving in your tomb if it's not all about you? You wouldn't. Your eyes were immediately drawn to glowing symbols... Engraved just below the battle scene. You make note of the glowing symbols. A split helmet, a broken broken sword, a cloven shield, a charred bless, breastplate, a severed goblin hand, and a blood-drenched arrow. So these are the symbols that I, that I got after I defeated the six goblin champions. Please continue. Suddenly, you're startled and the eye socket of the left side of the giant skull suddenly emits a fierce yellow glow. The glow fades rapidly and does not again appear. Alright, just a bit of healing first. A broad iron plate is affixed to the back wall of this narrow alcove. Protruding from a pitted slab of iron are three stone levers. The skull says pull them on the left, but I'm going to pull the one in the middle. You take hold of the lever in the middle and pull it down. Without warning, a jolt of energy surges through the lever, lever and passes through you, searing your flesh before you're able to withdraw your hand. Eleven damage, singed but alive. You stagger back from the row of levers. Pull the lever on the right! I get shocked again. Okay, okay. Now I'm going to be serious. That's for a trove damage. Time to be serious. Putting on my serious face. Serious face. <clears throat> serious face. Pull the lever on the left. You take hold of the lever and pull it down. Suddenly, somewhere to the north, the sudden and fierce sound of rushing wind rises into the air. To only a few moments... The sound vanishes, 
replaced by an eerie silence that fills these dimly lit halls. So, to the north is something. But what? Well, we'll find out next time. In further adventures in the Hall of Ruin. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.